So it's episode 65, mainly stupid, myself, Hugh, and Derek is here. And as we teased on our last, last episode, we got a special guest with us. It's uh, Andy, um, who is the co-founder of O-Chain Comics, um, producing the Temptale series, as well as they do O-Chain Studios, which creates commercial and educational animations for a variety of businesses and nonprofits based in the state of Maine. And, you know, as you guys, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners have watched on these cartoons, it's you know, primarily about the cast of characters that Maine has in, around, in and around the whole state. Um, so thanks for coming on, man. We're happy to, happy to have you. Looking forward to talking to you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time when I'm when I'm painting my house. (laughs) That's why I bought like all this recording equipment because I wanted to start a podcast and then we ended up making cartoons instead. (laughs) (laughs) So we were just talking a little bit before, before we got on the air. Um, So where did it all start? I know Adam is, you have Adam and his wife is the, the animator and, and then you and him kind of went on from there. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, um, you know, I grew up in Lincolnville and we just knew all these characters and I'd always do impressions of like all the kids in my class. And, you know, and like when we were blueberry raking, there'd always be these different kinds of characters like, you know, and so I, we'd always do impressions. My friend and I, we always had this idea to do some kind of like, you know kind of like a radio drama or something you know yeah. like like little ringing bells and you know like knocking on doors or whatever uh and then and we were trying to figure out how to do that and then actually i decided i was like okay wait maybe we could do a comic so i started drawing comics like 20 years ago when i and by that time i was i was a house painter and so we were like i'd always be um drawing these comics about like my coworkers and stuff. And then I can't draw for shit. And <laughs> I can show you, I, I don't know if I, I can grab them here, but of course people who are listening couldn't see it, but my, my drawing ability sucks. I've tried to draw comics since I was a kid. I love comics, but I just could not pull it off. Uh, and then I met my wife when I was in Taiwan. She's from, she's from Taiwan. And she's a great artist and she loves to draw cartoons. Yeah. And so back in like 2011, I'd lost my job. We'd moved, we moved down to Portland. And so I was like, well, I'm looking for work. Why don't we just start a web comic? And so that's why we called it O-Chang Comics and not O-Chang Cartoons. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so we started doing these web comics and that's why we, you know, we started the website and stuff, but my wife was taking classes at Maine College of Art. And so she, she was like, she had to do an animation. And uh, so I was like, so I just kept asking around for some of my friends to do the voices because I didn't think I could do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they couldn't, nobody could do it. So then I was like, all right. So I wrote, I was working at Hannaford in Scarborough and I, we were, I worked on a couple of different, um, a couple of different times at, at Hannaford. Whenever I'd apply for a temp job, it would be like, 
oh, we'll put you in the call center at Hanford. And so <laughs> the first time, <laughs> the first time was like a credit card breach. And so then, you know, basically they put a, they put a phone number in the store because people are pissed off because their credit card got breached. Yeah. And they do, just call this number. So our job was basically to sort of say, you know, everything's okay. We got it under control. It's basically a person for them to yell at. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, and so, you know, it's kind of like a damage control thing. And so it's sort of a temporary job. People yell at you and then you just kind of breathe it all in, you know, and yeah. then you breathe out, you know, white light and, rainbows and stuff and, <laughs> and so and so then like a while later i think it was like maybe in 2008 i had that job and then when i came back in 2011 2012 i got a job again in hannaford and it was the meat recall and people were calling up and it was a meat recall in in hannaford but also they like at that time they were owned by like i think del hayes and so they owned like a bunch of chains in the south like yeah. sweet may and food line and all this other stuff but the thing is so we got all these calls in they were like hi i'm calling about the meat recall i heard on bubba the love sponge you know like was, <laughs> bubba says like blah 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 i'd be like oh bubba's full of shit he doesn't know what he's talking about here's the deal and then i get calls from people in maine and when people in maine call you they always try to make a connection because immediately yeah. they assume that you're somewhere else Right. Yeah, they assume you're in fucking India or you're in, you know, Kansas. Yeah. But like, they'd always be a little bit suspicious. Like, where are you really at? <laughs> and then, and then when you say you're in Scarborough, they're like, oh shit, buddy. Christ, <laughs> I live on the East You know, my cousin, he works at fucking blah, 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 well, blah. Well, that happened like before we started recording. You said you're, you had a, a family member or a friend or something down here. And I'm like, oh shit, I, I grew up there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. so I know exactly what. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christ. I used to deliver wood to a mother. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right? you hear... <laughs> That's the best part about this state, though. Like, it really is because, like, everyone talks about six degrees of separation. Yeah. yeah. In Maine, it's like two, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it really is. Like, you can find someone that you know, either from the place you are talking to someone from or. Yeah you know the person that they're talking about that they met the other day. And yeah. it's like, I work at a small family owned business. Yeah. We were up in Eustis camping. And one of the guys that was with us was from mass. And he went down to the local store called uh, the Pines market. And he comes back, he comes barreling into the campsite. He's like, you guys aren't going to believe it. There was a dude at, at the, at the store with an Elliott small engine t-shirt on and he wasn't here with us. And yeah. we're, we're like, Oh, well, do you say anything to him? And he goes, yeah, his name's Scott. And we're like, yeah, he lives up the road. He comes, he comes down, he works for Hammond lumber and he builds docks <laughs> and yeah, he comes yeah. in and sees us whenever he's down for chainsaw parts and shit like that. Um, <laughs> so he's just like, he was floored and it, it working there my whole life. It's, I can't go anywhere. I'm like, my wife hates it. We go into a restaurant. Somebody's like, you! And I get a, and of course, I talk to him for a half hour. So, but but it's, it, it gets a little dangerous sometimes because, you know, my cousin always said, like, we all, me and my brother, would we married women. My brother married an Australian. I married a Taiwanese. And he said, you know, you, you guys always marry these foreign women because, you know, you, all the all the other women here remind you of people women in your family. 
but, but the other thing was my, my other brother married a girl from Maine and I remember he met, I think it was her grandfather or something like that. And he was just like, oh yeah, I grew up in, you know, Augusta. Oh yeah, our family's from Augusta. And you go, oh yeah, Christ. Oh yeah, your aunt's Junie. Oh yeah, she was a looker. Yeah. <laughs> just like, but it's like, yeah. you never know. Sometimes if you go back, you're like, wait a minute, are we related somehow? Yeah. You yeah. start looking down the lineage and it's like, all right. Yeah. I, uh, like my wife, she, her father was from Maine joined the Marine Corps and moved away and then moved back when he retired. So he thinks it's hilarious because anytime he's with me, we go somewhere. It's, I know somebody or he needs something done. I'm like, well, call this guy and he'll right. get it squared away. It's just, it, it's just how Maine is. And it, 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 like if I go, if I go to another state, I feel like I got to talk to somebody who knows somebody to get something done. You know, you can't just, right. Right. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's why we don't have things like contractor licensing. Cause it's just like, Hey, you got to know who you got to know. Yeah, exactly. Reputable person. Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, um, what was I going to say? Um, shit, I was going to say something. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so just to clarify for our listeners and myself, so you and your wife, so I'm thinking you're Adam in the, in the cartoons. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. Your your bud's little buddy, I guess is the <laughs> Yeah, that's kinda how that's kinda how I was treated when I was on the painting career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my boss when I I've worked on a couple different painting crews and the one one the first one I worked on, my boss is a real hard ass. Yeah. And um he just actually died recently, but he was he was a great guy. But he was like very, you know, very conservative, very just by the books. And he didn't put up with any shit. Yeah. And when we, so, but, but like one summer I was working for him and he hired a couple guys and they were just like, he walked off the job and they were like, come on, we got to go smoke a bowl. We're going to go buy some weed. Come on with us. And it was like totally something where it was like, I'm like, I don't really want it. You know, I'm 19 years old. Yeah. I don't want to get yeah. in trouble. Yeah. And it was kind of like, no, you got to come with us because if you don't, you're going to rat us out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. so like, I'm, tr I get into the car with it. I'm going around and, you know, I'm in this, I'm in, in this like uh, convertible, you know, and, and they're just getting high as hell. They're like, come on, you got to smoke. You got to, I'm like, I don't want to smoke. I'm like, come on, you got to smoke. With us, you know? <laughs> and then by the time I get back there, I'm just like totally spaced. You know, you're trying <laughs> to paint a house and you're just totally, and uh and then like i remember my boss came back and he's like okay go on to the next site and then we went there and then the other guys showed up and they had sunglasses on they're like woo and they were late and he, he was so pissed off and that night he told me he's like i called him up and i fired him and i'm giving you a raise because i think you did and i was like holy shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the next thing i know one of the guys calls me and he's just like hey how's it going man <laughs> And, yeah. uh, you know, I was on the phone with this guy for an hour just trying to convince him. Like, I don't know anything about what happened. He's like, I just got fired. But, but he was, it was actually just more, he was like, I don't understand what this guy's problem is. This is every single painting crew I've ever been on. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? And that, you know, and that's, growing up, my father was a builder. And, yeah. and he always said, if you're going to hire a painter, if he's, a, if he's sober, don't hire him. 
because <laughs> it, it, it's not it's not going to work. It's just it, every painter I've met has always. I mean, they're good guys, but they drink or they smoke weed, and that's just that's just yeah. how it's going to be. And, well, the and, next job that I went, I, I got a job on the island, and the first day I met the met my boss. It was literally that scene from Ten Tales. <laughs> the only difference was he had a coffee cup with a Jack and Coke in his lap. <laughs> but i guess that's what that was uh in the cartoon where you have him drinking that but make that apparent but it was it was literally just like okay this is how we do it here yeah we got to we got to smoke weed now we got to smoke weed at 10 (laughs) watch the bold and the beautiful because you know you got i got to tell you what's going on right now like massimo is like you know, having an affair with like so and so, and he gives me the whole story on the way to the site. Like the first, he gave me like the full like last five years of the show just to explain because I need to get up to speed. Yeah, get caught I need up. Need to know that if you're going to be on my crew. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, over the past few days since I've been talking to you about setting up the interview, I've I've been rewatching a lot of the Temp Tales, and. And I can't speak for Garrett, but my favorite one, and I think that I can relate to, or you know, is the smelting. Yeah. Because that is just to the T what smelting is. When you walk down onto the river or wherever you're smelting, you know, you hear hooting, hollering, guys puking, <laughs> snowmobiles. There's somebody trying to sell a rig that they made to catch the most smelt, and it's just I, I laughed my ass off again watching that. It. That's definitely my favorite. I don't know about Garrett's, but I, I just think, as a whole, like all of them, just capture like the side of Maine that like, not a lot of people want to admit, but it's the side of Maine that ninety percent of us are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we all want to think of like you know the old port and like being all prime and proper. Not the old port after dark because that gets a little sketchy, but like <laughs> you know going down to the old port and seeing the fishing boats. But it's like. It's not the behind the scenes you see of the lobstermen when they get home or the guys that have to caretake all these summer houses. You know, I, I was born and raised in York. Like I was, but not in like the York part of when people hear that I'm from York, they're like, Oh, beach kid, like money. And it's like, no, we lived on the other side of 95 in the woods. Like that was my friends. That's how I grew up. And you know, it was not the, mommy and daddy have a summer place in york and like right a a good friend of ours his father is a lobsterman and is a lobsterman out of perkins cove in agunquit which is a staunch fishing town you know it has a lot of roots and he was driving back and forth to the cove every day and saw this guy running down the road and he'd wave and it was probably what the second or third day of waving to the guy and the guy not waving back so he whipped his truck in front of the dude and and introduced himself and said just so you know we fucking wave around here (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what it was like when i got on the island everybody's just like wave 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 it's just like a reflex you gotta wave yeah i drive and that's why like in the cartoon i had a guy who's like pissing on the side of the road I remember seeing that when I was a kid because yeah. driving along the road, you know, my dad's got his beer in his, <laughs> his legs. Cause I asked my dad, like at the time, I'm like, you know, they had all those drunk driving commercials on the yeah. you know, TV and stuff. I was like, are you drinking and driving? 
They're like, no, no, there's a big difference between drinking and driving and drinking on the road. <laughs> like, okay. And then we see a guy on the side of the road just probably drunk off his ass. Yeah. Just pissing on the side of Slab City Road. And my dad honks and waves at him. Yep. And he's got both his hands down, so we just whoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just give the waves it up. Yeah. yeah, it's it I mean that correlation, like my wife, she grew up in Florida, California, and then moved here later on. So we'll be driving down the road and I'll somebody will wave and I'll wave back. She goes, Do you know who that was? I'm like, probably. I mean it's just it's just reflex at this point. And or like the, the pissing outside thing. Her father always says, you know, he will piss outside nine times out of ten before he actually uses indoor plumbing. And yeah. yeah. That's just Oh, that was my dad all the time. He yeah. only wanted to piss outside. He did not like pissing in a toilet. Yeah. And and I hear and I hear that from you know, guys around here. I live in Rockland and yeah. It's it's very similar in, in a way to like places like in uh, you know the southern main coast where it's just getting gentrified like crazy. So you have all these rich people moving in, and then you have these just lifelong Rocklanders. And this guy's like, man, I'm trying to piss outside, and all these fucking floodlights keep coming on. <laughs> yeah. like, what is up with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? My boss is he. You talk about your your first boss being very conservative and stuff like that, and he, I mean, he grew up in central Maine, so he has got a thick southern Maine or northern Maine accent, talks very slow, he's methodical, and at the shop now, like, he's, he's retired now, but he'll come in, and the, the yuppies will, will come in, or carpetbaggers is what a lot of the guys will call, yeah. and uh, he'll, I mean, they just, they hear him talk, and they're like, is he? Is that like his real voice? And like, yeah, that's that's him. He grew up cutting wood in the woods. He and twitching yeah. out with a horse. It's just one of those. It's funny to see people's reactions to it because they and then if from Maine you go anywhere else and they're like, say wicked. And they're like, and you're like, you can't just say it. Yeah, you know, it just happens. So. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, on the coast, like I don't have, you know, you listen, I don't have a main accent, and that I think that's because my mom is from away. Yeah, and so I think that I sort of pick that up. My dad had a wicked main accent. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's just become kind of endangered on the coast. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really has, and well, I, well, you can still get down east, like Stonington. Like I've got a lot of friends. I went to school in Castine, and. A lot That's what of my the... dad taught. Oh, really? Did you go to the Adams School? No, I I went to college in Castine. Oh, oh, oh man, like Man Maritime. Yeah. Okay. And you know, meeting a bunch of friends from like Blue Hill, Ellsworth, Downey, Stonington. I've got family that's in Deer Isle, and like, there's a different. That's a different Maine accent. The Down East accent is like French yeah. mashed with redneck Maine. Yeah, hammered on Alan's coffee brandy and it's just it is what it is but like you know I hear it I don't think I have like a super hard main accent but then my youngest daughter she's three years old every day when she yells like she wants someone to come over she's like come here I'm like Jesus what am I doing like Yeah. I gotta teach my daughter that. I got. I, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta stop. Start speaking Maine or two. <laughs> yeah. My Just wife is teaching her Chinese, so I gotta. <laughs> yeah. 
just keep cut she out does, all the R's. She, yeah. She does say dumpa all the time. <laughs> like moving firewood. She's always like, Baba Dampa. Baba Dampa. <laughs> That's, That's about awesome. the extent of it. Yeah. <laughs> so who's your favorite character on, or who do you get the most enjoyment out of doing the voice for, I guess is the, because you do a lot of the voices, right? Or all of them? Yeah, voices? I do. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I probably, but Krita yeah. has always been a difficult for me. If you listen to Krita has different voices in different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> sort of trying to nail it down at one point i turned it i turned it way up uh i, I sped it up or whatever so i made it like higher yeah um that's my wife's favorite is Krita. Yeah. she like wanted to get a Krita tattoo <laughs> because there's like certain characters she likes animating and that's definitely yeah. one of them but it'd probably be but i mean that's the thing is like <clears throat> i would love to have more voices yeah. like more people doing voices but it's such a pain in the ass to try to find people who can do it because you know even people who've got like real main accents when they try to do a main accent they'll you sound can't. like southern yeah. yeah and i'm like don't you... act don't act yeah, yeah just just say it and yeah. yeah because they always try to you try and accentuate it and then it's like it doesn't work and then it's then three hours later half a bottle of whiskey later it's like oh there it is like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well one of the the, the guy who uh, you actually you mentioned smelting because that one um it was actually it was written by a friend of mine and we wrote it together but he's a big smelter so yeah you know i don't i don't do that as much uh, i mean i've been ice fishing but i've never been smelting yeah so he really wrote that story and he was like and i remember he was going to be in my cartoons and I, by the time I got there, see, we, a lot of these we record in my friend Ben's um, basement. He yeah. has a brewery in Lincolnville and he's the fire chief. And he <laughs> does the voice of, uh, this is just... you want to hear all my friggin' can sounds? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that guy, yeah, Mr. Jacobson, and a couple other characters, Constable Bumgardner and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, I remember I was, like, coming home from work and they're just, like, they call me at, like, four or three thirty or something they're like we're ready to go and i'm like i don't get off till five I'm like all right so by the time i get there it's like closer to six and they've been drinking the whole time <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> and, you know and smoking weed and stuff yeah. so it's like so like we get we get this other guy in front of the mic and it was just <laughs> i think one of my favorite lines is from the smelting one and it's that dude who it's fucking yickety yak. I, I, I watched that video yesterday and I must have said that a hundred times at work. And the guys are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, it's smelting, dude. And you just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was all. That was all Hazen. That was all Ben. He, yeah. he would come up with this stuff on the spot. It wouldn't even be in the script. Yeah. Like the part where he's like, you want to hear how my freaking can sound? <laughs> like that was just him. Us sitting around drinking, I was like, okay, oh, I gotta record that. It's just, I mean, it's this <laughs> talking to you is just bringing back like everything in my head, and it's 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 accentuating my love for Maine all in, all in one. Oh, and that's why, like, you know, when Huey told me, he's like, yeah, we're gonna have Adam on from Temp Tales. I was like, no shit. I was like, this is what I use for like. Cause I used to, I worked for a small company out of Casca, uh, out of Cumberland and I travel all over the country. Oh. And so when people are like, Oh, you're from Maine. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, but like 
watch these comics because this is the Maine that I'm from. Like, this is what I know as Maine. Yeah. As opposed to, like, uh, Lobsters, L.L. Bean, and The Old Port. Like, like, and I think that's what's, like, so cool about it and, like, what you guys do to accentuate, like, the working class of Maine and, like, how, like, how the coast operates Vinyl Haven on its own or Fantasy Island, whatever. Fantasy Island. Um, actually was where I worked. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. But Vinyl Haven, I had that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, like, they still think it's about Vinyl Haven. <laughs> Don't tell them I said that. You know, it's just, it's all that, you know, it's that down east, like Maine. Like, that's what I grew up around. Like, my family's been here forever. Like, so I take a, I married a girl from Mass. It took a lot, but. <laughs> We we made it work. You get any shit for that? Like, what's the matter? Main girls ain't good enough for you. That's what <laughs> exactly. my coworker said to me once. <laughs> it's uh, it's such a. I mean, going back to what you first said, you you we marry people from away because bringing them into you know marrying somebody from here, you're bound to know them somewhere along the line. So you <laughs> right. might as well. It's just. It, yeah yeah exactly yeah i mean i think you know you were saying like the 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 two mains and you know we did in our latest episode we tried to sort of we're bringing in a little bit of that with like lisa dean's precious yeah (laughs) and that was like i mean my wife had watched a lot of those like fucking videos and stuff like that you pick up like main magazine i think i don't know do you ever did you ever read uh, new main news uh, no, yes, I have it. But. Oh, there was like New Main News was like it's done by my friend um, Seth uh, Macy, and I don't know if it's still up. But there was one like it was like New uh, Main Magazine reporter um, gets gets lost after traveling ten miles inland or something like that. <laughs> yeah, by the game wardens or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, you know, s- sampling the finest like wine and like, <laughs> but, but, uh, but I mean, it really is true. I mean, you, you, I mean, I certainly like Rockland used to be, you know, the hardcore place. Like when yeah. I was a kid, we'd drive into Rockland and my dad would be like, lock your doors. We're in Rockland. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just yeah. Like, what? <laughs> you know? open up your wallet you're in rockland we're gonna yeah yeah you know when i was a kid my my mom would be like you got to finish your breakfast because there's hungry kids in rockland yeah (laughs) (laughs) and 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 now you know there still is hungry kids in rockland but now it's just like palace you know i have this great picture down here on the south end where it's just like these massive mansions now that people are building you know yeah yeah in the south end and then there's just this like little humble house with like asphalt shingles and like fucking 300 lobster traps <laughs> piled around it. Yeah. I was like, there's the holdout right there. Yeah. You exactly. Know? Uh, this past fall, I drove up to Kakajo with my wife and, you know, I'd been there a bunch of times. She's never been there. And she goes, do you want me to punch it into the GPS? I said, no, I know exactly where we're going. And once you get into Greenville and you, she's like, so where are we going? I said, we're going to get into Greenville. We're going to take a right. And that's just going to turn to dirt and we're going to keep going. And, you know, 
she's like, there's nobody around. We went in the Cacadro General store and she's like, this is literally the middle of nowhere. I said, yeah, that's why the, the sign out front in Cacadro says population, not many. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's more moose than there is people. And, yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of Maine I, I wish would come farther south, but unfortunately it's getting pushed farther north. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, you know, if I was a real estate speculator, you'd buy friggin' property in Washington County, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's coming coming up the coming up the coast. Yeah. Like our one of our sales reps is from Rockland. Uh he works for Husqvarna. And he says okay. this, he says the same thing. And he's like, I grew up working at a hardware store and it's the the dynamic of what our our you know the the customers coming in now to that same hardware store is completely different than when I was a kid because it was you know Jack the lobsterman that needed a spare bolt to get his boat running so he could go go make some money and now right. it's and now it's Jack the millionaire from New York City who came in to pick out a paint color for the local painter to paint his million dollar house right right so exactly it's, it's a different exactly. different animal yeah yeah it really is it really is yeah and that that's sort of a lot of the inspiration of you know, what we take from certainly yeah no we, doubt we always want we we have people from like aroostook county who will be like you need an aroostook county character and and i agree yeah yeah but i need an aroostook county person who can do an aroostook county accent that that is like i i deal with a couple guys that are from Aroostook County, like Presque Isle, that area. And they moved down here just to, because there's more work, you know, up there, it's, you can only pick so many potatoes before you go fucking crazy. And, (laughs) and, and, uh, And these guys, it's, it's almost like they're, it's French, Wisconsin and Maine all piled into one. I I couldn't even. That's a good. Yeah, that does sound like that. It is the accent. It's it's like I've tried to mess around with impersonations of them, but I mean, I guess you just have to be drunk to do it because (laughs) I mean, a good story about one of the guys is I was, it was a snowstorm down here and I went into the Cumberland Farms and he's standing at the counter and he had bought like 12, um, uh, little shots of McGillicuddy's and he's shoving them in his pockets and he's got a 12 pack and I'm like, what are you doing, Rodney? He says, go and plowing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have the McGillicuddy's. It's cold out. <laughs> but, and, I, and next thing you know, you're hearing stories about Rodney in a ditch because he just doesn't, it's, we're not in Presque Isle anymore, man. You can't, yeah. you can't do that around here. <laughs> It is amazing, though, you know, back, I mean, I don't know, I don't know when you guys are born, but there, and there certainly is still a lot of this, where it's just like, this is just acceptable. Like, people just drive around and drink. Yeah, and yeah. I once it, did a ride along with a state trooper. I used to work for a newspaper, and I wanted to, like, see what state troopers did. Yeah. It's pretty sad what a lot of state troopers <laughs> did. We ended up in a lobster war, actually. Uh, <laughs> We're like we're like driving down to friendship. I don't know if you ever read about friendship in the newspaper, yeah. but usually yeah. it's because there's like lobstermen shooting. Lobstermen fighting over grounds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like we get down to 
we get down to lot it was really crazy because like we we're driving around and then we you know we're pulling people over people have like open containers and then he'll be like well i'd take you to the station but you'd probably sober up by the time i get you back there so yeah yeah then he'd yell at him and send him home he was from like upstate new york and he was like i don't understand what's up with manners <laughs> like they just think it's it's appropriate to just drink on the road. He's like, I deal with, deal with these people all the time. I mean, but we were like, I remember, I remember we were like driving down the road and like somebody would like pull us over and be like, there's some son of a bitch on basalts. It's like driving. Yeah. This yeah. is like during the basalt era. Yeah. And, uh, and then, and then finally he's like, okay, we got to go down to friendship and, and it, like friendship, there was just like this thing where he was like, they really hate cops down here and they don't want to, they just, they just don't like us because we're outsiders and we're the police and they like to handle things internally. And he was like, there was this lobster war there where somebody was like cutting somebody's traps and then somebody shot at somebody and then somebody <laughs> burned down a barn mm -hmm. and he would just like go and start asking people. It's like, hey, have you seen so and so? And be like, nope. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he's down in New Bedford. And if he comes back, we'll handle that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. You don't need to get involved. Yeah. Stay <laughs> so, out of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we were. This is a number of years ago, but it was at your old house. We were standing out front barbecue and and just waving to cars driving by. And you know, you hold up a beer. And the amount of people that held up a beer back <laughs> driving down the road, it was like four out of five. <laughs> just on a on a Saturday afternoon, people just driving out with driving around with uh with their with their afternoon beverage, which that's just yeah. I when I was in I remember years ago my friend had this idea is like there's an organization called Maine Fathers Against Sober Driving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I thought about doing a bit on it. And I'm like, no, I would get in a lot of shit if I did that. Don't you ever, ever, ever drive sober. <laughs> yeah. Donnie, that's probably, I, just because I can relate to that character so much, Donnie, the angry main dad is, you know, I just bought a box of devil dogs the day before yesterday and I don't plan on getting another one. Hi, how are you? This is Nora. Hi, Nora. My daughter. She heard me doing the voice, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that 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 dad that grumpy main dad was based on so many dads including oh, my yeah. own yeah you know and yeah. and there was just always so that's my wife <laughs> there always so many they're just so like so fucking grumpy you know <laughs> like what is your like, why, why are you so mad oh, yeah <laughs> why are you so grumpy yeah. like I, I that was i i remember that was literally a line from my neighbor i was playing with my my friend and we had a, like a water balloon launcher and we were like launching it out of the driveway we had it on some sawhorses and <laughs> dad came his stepdad came home he was a lobster man he was just like Get that fucking thing out of the driveway before I run over the goddamn thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, uh, I know so many. And then the worst part is like, I see myself doing it to my kids. Like I'll go to back out of the driveway and there's a bike in the yard. And I'm like, would you move that damn thing? Or I'm going to run it over. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> that's just going to make me have to go buy a new bike. And then 
now I understand where the grumpy main dad comes from. And I'm like, shit, I'm the grumpy main dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you definitely, I mean, I can definitely see myself becoming it sometime with my daughter too. I mean, it's, yeah. So many people, like I'm sure people from other states and regions watch your cartoons and go, man, these people are fucking nuts. And (laughs) And then we watch them and we're like, Holy shit, that's Tom <laughs> yeah. down the road. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. We, we, I, you, I, I'm sure you've heard of the, the comedian from Maine, uh, Justin McKinney. I actually haven't. I, I, haven't, I haven't followed a lot of Maine comedians, and I so, probably should. So he grew up in southern Maine, from yeah. where we're at, and we went and saw him one time, and he starts talking about buying his snowblower. And he starts impersonating the guy he bought his snowblower from. And as soon as he did the main accent, I was like, he bought that snowblower from my boss. Because <laughs> my, he was he said, the guy said, do you need a snowblower or a snow thrower? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and we all looked at each other at the table. I'm like, holy shit, that's my boss. Yeah. And, and sure enough, it was where he bought it from. So it was just one, of the, one more thing you relate to. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I have, you know, my na- a friend of mine uh, I met at a party was like saying, you know, I, I think I met one of your Temptales characters on the I worked on Outsboro, <laughs> and the guy said, "Well, I gotta go home. I gotta watch Bold and Beautiful." <laughs> it turned out it was him. No, oh, no shit. Yeah, awesome. yeah, it was him. But yeah, I and actually when I I remember I was working at. Uh, when I was working at the newspaper, I hadn't seen him in a long time. All of a sudden I hear my, our receptionist arguing with, with this guy who came in and she's like, you can't take out, you can't take out a, a, a roommate wanted ad saying female, per, female wanted. <laughs> He's like, why the hell not? <laughs> Oh, awesome. Then I look, I was like, wait, I think I recognize who that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now I, I asked my wife about this, you know, just coming into this and I was like, you know, what would she ask? And she was like, you know, how do you keep coming up with content? And it's like, I could have answered it for her. Cause I'm like, it's something that like kind of clicked in my mind where like every conversation you have and even like any like altercation or anything that's coming is like, you can look at it as two ways. It's like, this is going to piss me off or it's like, you know, it's going to be aggravating or it, it's content. And like, yeah. I feel like you've kind of molded like your whole growing up and like your whole career and all the odd jobs here and there is like, all right, I can take this and show, show this off and make people laugh out of it. And, you know, is that where like a lot of your stuff is coming from or do you end up, you know, reaching out to friends and stuff, I guess. I mean, people, I mean, most of this stuff, is inspired by my personal experiences people tell me things um sometimes you know like we did the the last boat one was based on a news story yeah um you know i wanted to i wanted to do one on moments in main history i don't know if you ever saw i we actually did a comic strip in Downey's magazine about the first sober barn raising in maine <laughs> did you ever see that one no. Oh, I'll have to check that. Oh, out. well, I mean, we, I, I wanted to make like a series of like main history episodes. Yeah. Uh, and this one was like back in like 1841, like some 
fucking crazy guy had this insane idea to raise a barn without the aid of liquor and <laughs> it was math. And at the time, like every, everybody thought that was completely nuts. Yeah. They were just like, you can't do that. Because like traditionally, if you, if you read main history, like, you know, this is where prohibition started, right? Yeah. And there's a reason why. <laughs> because, because Mainers just could not hold their liquor. I mean, they drank a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, it was, and it was basically how you, you know, you're surviving on the main frontier. There's tough winters. People work really, really fucking hard. You know, they're, they're farming and they're just, you know, you're, you're trying to eke out this hard scrabble existence. And so liquor was like, whatever you want to shuck the cord, you'd have a big party and everybody yeah. would get shit faced and shuck cord, you know, whatever yeah. you want to raise a barn, you know, you just bring out the rum and everybody starts drinking and stuff. <clears throat> and so in Bath, like it just got way out of hand. <laughs> it happened, it got to the point where like bosses were paying their workers with booze, you know? Like, yeah. Just, it was just bad but like anyway they had this idea to raise this barn without liquor and all the men got all pissed off yeah. and they all stood by they're like fuck that they all started jeering and they're like yeah it can't be done we can't do it and all the women and and children had to raise the barn themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so like i mean we we made a little we we'd love to make like animated documentaries about main history like those stories like the first explorers who came here like the natives mooned them on the beaches like they yeah showed up and all the native like wabanak you saw the explorers and they were like fuck you you know, yeah. you know? Yeah. and then they mooned them and then they they traded they wanted some swords and whatever but after that, they're like, get the hell out. And I was like, yeah. well, that kind of sets the standard for our attitude towards it's, people. It's kind of like Southern Maine with people from Massachusetts. Exactly. When they, when they show up Memorial Day, we're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But, buy, but buy all our shit. Yeah. And then, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, getting back to your question, like, it, it's not easy, like, writing, like, cartoons that people are going to find funny. You know, it, it's actually really hard. And I have like a whole file of stories that I, you know, that I work with yeah. and I look for inspiration wherever I can, you know, whether yeah. it's like my own personal experiences, people tell me stories and I write them down and I think, can I do something with that? You know, I read a lot of history. So I'm like, maybe I, you know, you could do something with that. Yeah. But it's like a matter of just looking for funny things wherever you can and then figuring out, can I make a co comic? A cartoon with that right and so it's it's it, it it's it's more it's harder than you think um because you also you have to write dialogue that people will think is funny too and you know there's a lot of main slang that even i don't hear every day because i live in rockland you know yeah right if you're working on a job site in fucking anson or something like that you're probably gonna hear a lot more funny lines than i am here in, in yeah right in Auckland, you know <clears throat> and so you know one of our things when we started out doing like um i think it was like when we were doing critic it is we had this idea where if we could show we wouldn't release the cartoon and we would show it all over the state at different yeah. bars and venues yeah and then we could meet with 
our fans and they would give us ideas. Yeah. You know? And we did get some ideas for that, but it was a lot of work and it was, you know, sure you sometimes you get a lot of people, sometimes you get like a few people or whatever. And I'm but sure really what we want is like our fans to contact us with yeah. ideas because that's where we get our inspiration. Yeah, sure. <laughs> people, I mean, going back to, it's just this, I, I'm sure you get a lot of stories from fans that you're like, I, I can't even post that because that is, completely <laughs> illegal yeah. and it's just <laughs> immoral yeah. you know i do have to have some pc culture a little <laughs> bit you know like we this guy that used to work for me at my job he he worked at the the ports of naval shipyard for years he was in the navy and then he worked there and he had a one-liner for everything and yeah. he, one of the guys he came out to the counter one day and one of the guys asked him something like, what are you doing? And I'm helping, you know, three or four people. So there's a line and he stand at the end of the counter and he says, Bill, what are you doing? Ah, fucking the dog selling the puppies. And yeah. I turn, and I turn around. And I'm like, Hey, we're I, shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because everybody standing at the counter was absolutely floored. I mean, I'm like, I started having the defuse bombs and it's just, but if that happened with him, I'd be on the phone with somebody and he'd come by with a one-liner and not realize I was on the phone. And then it just, so I would have to explain to the person on the phone what a rudder for a duck's ass was. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Sorry. You're saying, no, I was just going to ask kind of on that same vein. Like, have you gotten, I think like most of your stuff stays pretty close to the edge and not really going over, but like, have you guys gotten any blowback from any of your, um, you know, cartoons or anything? And, you know, I kind of, anytime that anyone said anything to me has been like, dude, it's, it's Maine. Like it's down East. Like <laughs> fuck it. That's the way it is. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it hasn't been that bad, really, um, because I think most of our fans are from Maine, and so they know those people. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it there is there people come to us with ideas that I think are funny, but I would never make into a cartoon because I know it would piss somebody off and I yeah. have a headache. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's we rely on uh you know social social media and you know posting it on facebook and youtube and you know it's bad enough when you get a comment with just it, it, we, you know, it's, i shouldn't read comments but it's bad enough when you get a comment it's like this, your new stuff sucks you know yeah it, it, but it's even worse if if you get like called out on something you know if all of a sudden everybody's just like okay let's cancel this person for whatever they did to you know yeah unfortunately that's the which is big now you know yeah Yeah. and so it's just like it's one of those things where i tell people you know i think that's funny but i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there because you know we're we're trying to be a family cartoon (laughs) right (laughs) but i mean like as they say like the c word uh you know which we use a lot yeah and I'm just, anybody who would ever, and I don't think many people have complained about that, but if anybody did, I say like, look, 
the C word is like Smurf and Smurf Village. And, <laughs> you know, like, it's just like people just say it. Like, you know, why you got to be so cunty? You know, yeah. Like, you such a cunt, or you know, he, he's a good old cunt. Group of tray hand, you big dumb cunt. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> well, and that's I where like got contacted by a cop whose last name was Trahan, and he was oh, like, the only Trahan that I know of in law enforcement. Is that based on, it, it, he thought it was based on him, and I was like, no, it's not. And he's like, well, I'm a big fan. I was hoping it was. Yeah. <laughs> You're like looking at that text like, uh, how do I answer this? Like, yeah, right? yes, no. Uh, yeah. That's, oh, man. That's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's always a little bit um it's always a little bit difficult but like i you know i think about i i always sort of think about like who is who are the people that might get offended by things and i don't mind like sort of like offending people you know if it's if if i think it's funny but you know it's just it's just it, it's a it's a tight ropey walk you know yeah yeah so I've got a like a kind of a fanboy question for you. Um, in the cartoon Stormageddon, yeah. um, the caretaker, the Hawes Eggs and Hoss Cox, that yeah. guy, who's he based off of? <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember what I based that off of. I mean, I was just like an old timer. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking of like an old crusty old man you know i kind of wanted to bring a character like that into my and i think and and certainly my friend ben who does that voice brought that in there yeah and he did a good job of it yeah (laughs) i i I also think he might be a little bit based on this guy when ben and i and my brothers we all used to rake blueberries back in the day my brother is insane blueberry raker he raked like 275 buckets in one day i don't Yeah, he called Guinness Book of World Records and they were like, this is not a category. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wanted to have somebody out to the field. I remember he went back and forth because my brother's like crazy fitness, waking up at 4 a.m., eating these fucking power bars and shit. And he would just go out and just like stave away in the field. But there was a, I remember uh, th- this guy who used to tend the field for these, you know, rich people we were rake who owned the land he'd always come out and he'd be like hey god damn it you don't walk over there and he had this kind of like gravelly voice yeah and i remember he backed into my brother's car and he's like sorry i stove up your car bill (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that's and that's the extent of it like he wasn't He's not gonna pay for it. He's yeah. just sorry he did it, right? <laughs> I can't, I think he actually did. I think he actually took it somewhere to, to, to get it to get it fixed. But yeah, I know a guy that'll fix that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The blueberry field was a pretty crazy place because 275 buckets. That's a lot of fucking blueberries. Well, he's also like trying to hustle all these, he's trying to do as fast as he can. So he's trying yeah. to get all these like empty buckets. And I remember he like buckets were when when you're in the gravy like the real good shit yeah and everybody is filling up the buckets and they're they can't take it to the processor fast enough you know yeah yeah and so they're running out of buckets and there was this old grizzled guy named pamp who was like tattoos looked like he'd been in prison for a good part of his life (laughs) and i you know he's probably like in his 
sixties or something. You know, you have people in the blueberry fields who are like, you know, they're, you know, we were like young kids, whatever. And yeah. he's like, you know, he needs the money. Yeah. But he's a he lifer. Was, he's a lifer. Yeah. <laughs> and my brother and like taking, he's just like, well, you know, he's got like 10 buckets or something. I'll just take a couple of them. And this guy was like, Oh, fucking Steve on your head, Florida boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess it was my brother had a friend from college and he had Florida plates on him. And then we get back down at the end of the day and all of the tires were slashed. <laughs> oh, no shit. Holy yeah. shit. Fuck with another man's empty buckets. Yeah. I was at a softball tournament in Augusta one year and we we went out after the games the first day and we went we took taxi cabs down to Hollowell. I call it Swallowell, but um so we're I I'm drunk and gotta get back to the hotel. So I take a taxi cab home by myself and it's this big burly dude kind of like what you're talking about, you know, he's driving a taxi cab because he needs the money, that type of thing. And, and he, uh, I'm like, so what, have you always been a taxi cab driver? And he goes, well, I just got out of jail. I'm like, Oh, cool. And he, I was like, anything good. He's like, yeah, not really. I just got out of the state prison as we were driving by it. You know, (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm going to die before I get back to the hotel. There's yeah. definitely there's a there's a cast of characters in Maine that oh, yeah. can't be undone. I, I don't think I mean other states maybe they can rival some of the people that live here, but it, it'd be I tough. think that Maine we, we have like a sort of powerful culture in the sense that like, you know, if somebody's from West Virginia, <clears throat> you know that person's from West Virginia, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, I, I don't know if Massachusetts has like a strong culture, you know, like the like, pilgrims, I guess. What's that? <laughs> the pilgrims, maybe. Yeah, maybe uh, the pilgrims. But I mean I think I think it comes from like being remote yeah. and sort of more insular. It's not easy to get to. Yeah. And so people kind of make their own do their own thing, you know. I was at a sales meeting in Pennsylvania <laughs> a couple of years ago and the uh one of the guys there was from, he was from like Western Pennsylvania. And he's like, where are you guys from? I said, Maine. And he goes like near Canada. I said, no, man. He goes, what do you mean? I said, from where I live in Maine to here is the same distance in driving as it is from where I live in Maine to Canada. And he's like, holy shit, Maine's that big. I'm like, yeah, it's That's huge. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just this sprawling place. So it's like, yeah. And I feel like you can look at that map and there is, there is a map somewhere you can see of the different accents in Maine. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, you guys had it in that, uh, the, the lost strain cartoon with the, you know, you had Northern Massachusetts and it's, it's really is true. It's just, yeah. No doubt about it. Well, I mean like, and I think too, it's not so much like where people are in Maine, but it's like, even if you're like, I take offense to like, and I, and I understand it too at the same time where like a lot of people are like, Oh, like you're in Southern Maine. Like that's not Maine. And it's like, well, yes, but I'm the asshole out fishing for stripers in a camo boat because that's my (laughs) duck boat. Like I'm not out there in a fucking $160,000 
brand new boat. Like <clears throat> I'm taking my duck boat out. And it's like, so there's still like that part of Maine. And that's where like, I mean, I was in, and nobody from Maine leaves. Like a lot of, <laughs> some people like want to get out. And like, that was like the funniest thing to me growing up. Like everyone's like, Oh, I'm leaving this town. This town sucks. I hate this town. And it's like, 80% of my high school class is still back here or like in the surrounding areas or somewhere else, even more remote in Maine. And you, you go to Colorado and everybody you meet in Colorado is from somewhere else, like from right. California right. or, you know, Florida, but you, you go to Maine, you know, you meet 10 people. Most of them are from, you know, grew up in Maine. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think it also depends where you live, too. I mean, certainly yeah. around here, that's becoming rarer and rarer. Yeah. <laughs> but you get up in Presque Isle and, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you go you go inland and that's definitely the case. Yeah. I had a kid work in the shop. He was from Presque Isle. And he was probably one of the hardest workers I've ever met. He would do, I mean. I could have told him to jump in a full septic tank and he would have done it. And right. just to, I was like, I could have said, you know, find out what the bottom of that septic tank looks like. All right. Then he'd go do it. <laughs> but the trouble right. with him was he would talk to everybody for, yeah. you'd, you'd have to peel him away. He'd be like, Jason, all right, let's go. We gotta, we gotta go on to the next task now. And he's like, Oh, sorry. It's the rustic County coming out in me. Yeah. Yeah, that was like my old boss too. He'd he'd go, he would just chit chat. He loved chit chatting yeah. with everybody, usually about the weather or just like random crap. I remember like stopping <clears throat> for paint, and he would like go in there, and he'd be chatting with the people at the thing, and then he would walk out, and then he'd like walk back in, and then he'd be chit chatting, and then he'd like oh what, and then he'd like walk, and then he'd like come back to the car. He's like, geez, you know, I really like them, but they just they just talk all the time. They just talk. Yeah. <laughs> Like you just walked back there to chat with them some more. Yep, I'm guilty of that. I do that all the time. Yeah, I mean when when my wife and I got married, we uh, people that customers of mine, local contractors and stuff, are giving us wedding cards and you know stuff like that. She's like, "How do you know these people?" So they're all customers. She goes, "They just give you cards because they know you." I'm like, "Yeah, they, they it's Maine, honey." <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Well, I think my wife probably wants me to get off in a few. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna. Yeah, we have any other. If you have any other sort of questions. No, I think we're good, man. I really appreciate. We really appreciate you coming on, and um, if you ever get a character for me, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, always let me know if you have any ideas or anybody who listens to this if they have any ideas because, you know, that's that's what we that's what we live on. We we kind of think of ourselves as like. Know, animated documentaries or yep. you know, kind of community yeah. supported. I mean, there's a lot of crowdsourced ideas that that come into our cartoons. And yeah, we love Mainers and we love people's stories, and and we want to sort of make everybody kind of a part of that too. No doubt. Yeah, I think, and I think that's why you re you guys resonate so well with everyone. You know, in Maine, it's you know, it's not it's not your typical Portland stuff it's not your you know it's not trying to highlight oh it's just the lobster industry it's like no it's like yeah there's lobstermen involved but like the guys that paint houses on the island it's this it's the guys that are splitting wood it's the guys that are out shit-faced ice fishing all winter like and, <laughs> and i think that's what's like everyone 
at least everyone that we are friends with, it's like, yeah, I mean, okay, it's us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's not highlighting like the, the, the gentrified part of Maine. It's like, it's the true Maine roots. And I think, you know, I just want to say thank you. Like, I mean, that's, that's the shit that like means the most to us. I think. Yeah. Keep it up and we'll send you ideas and, um, absolutely absolutely we appreciate it we love we love just talking to fans if you, and stuff. <laughs> if you ever need good content just go to the lobsterman's forum down in damascata oh i've never been to that i've been to the fisherman's forum in rockland but i've never been to the, lobster- <laughs> the lo- uh, maybe it was the fisherman's forum it, they hold it at the uh this is the samoset samoset yeah that's where i got this shirt <laughs> the Dude, lot, the lobstering union. <laughs> you get the you get the boys from Matinicus coming in and fuck you got stories for years. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I that some of those stories in the, I think it was in Criticate is where they're playing ch- chicken with the supply chain. That was straight from Matinicus. You know, yeah. and you get these guys out there. They they would they would just be like jump into the one truck on the island and just be like, woo, let's fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. I got a bunch of buddies that moved from down here, moved their whole lobster operation up to Frenchboro because <laughs> they knew a friend of a friend of a friend. And I'm like, man, that's like, that's a rival gang going into another rival gang, but hey, <laughs> 10 years later, they're doing all right with it. So it, it's kind of, it's, it's a There's a blog somebody wrote uh, who used to live on Matinicus. And it was like, the person wrote this blog. I think they moved out, they moved somewhere else, but they made it, clearly this person wrote this blog about themselves, but they made it look like it was this woman who met this guy in an airport in yeah. like Canada and said, oh, wow, you're a really handsome man. And what, what's your story? And he said, and then he tells his story and it was all about how he was once this, great lobsterman on Matinicus, but he got drove out by all those fucking assholes who <laughs> that to him back in 1981 and he started yeah. naming names and stuff. And if you go to that blog, they maxed out at 5,000 comments because it's all people from Matinicus going, fuck you, I knew you, blah, blah, blah. And they're all talking about they're standing on the <laughs> island, who they know, how they're yeah. respected, how the, you weren't shit and you were drove off because you did this and that. And it was just like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> well, again, thanks for coming on and uh, good talking to you. And hopefully this won't be the last time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Some, I'll, I'll come on some other time. That'd awesome. Awesome. Right. Good talking to you guys. Great you too, to man. talk we'll to you. See ya. See ya. All right. Take it easy.